light of infinite. When I can't sleep, I often free verse, wax poetic about whatever's on my mind. It's always interesting to read the next morning. Here's one from the other night. The world is full of enough dissonance. Produce melody, perform alchemy. Sift the good notes from the bad, the serene from the siren song. Step in rhythm, grow in concert. We are all notes in this divine orchestra of existence. It seems we all want to be one with our natural state and the spaces that we're in. Content, fulfilled, thriving. That would seem to be enough, but the truth is we want more than that. We want to transcend this natural state. To not be bound by the limitations and constrictions of this world. A world where the good is always intertwined with a bit of bad. Only in the next world is good 100%, and bad is not even a concept. When I was a kid, and even today, when I walk out of the theater after seeing a superhero movie, I feel like I have those powers, if only for a little bit. The lure of these comic books turned movies is the thought of breaking free from one's limitation, of ridding oneself of reality, of turning what is natural into supernatural. In these past parshiot, we've been reading about the Mishkan, the tabernacle, and how Hashem commanded Aaron and his sons to bring special sacrifices for seven days and to prepare themselves for the service in the Mishkan. Every seven days, Moshe would take apart the Mishkan and put it back together, as the Jews wandered through the desert on their way to the Promised Land. In this week's parsha, Shmini, Hebrew for eight, referring to the eighth day following the seven days of the inauguration of the tabernacle, we learn that the service of the Mishkan actually begins on the eighth day. As we read, and it was on the eighth day, and the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people. The Kliyakar, a preeminent medieval scholar, asks why it's called the eighth day. The Jewish week is seven days, and the consecration of the Mishkan was limited to seven days, as it's written, and you shall not go out of the door of the tent of meeting for seven days, until the days of the consecration be fulfilled, for he shall consecrate you seven days. The Kliyakar answers his own question, stating that, related to the eighth day, it's written, today the Lord appears to you. Hashem doesn't appear in the Mishkan during the seven days of consecration, but on and because of the eighth day, a day beyond the natural order of things. Seven is a recurring number in the Torah representing the natural order. Seven days of the week, the month of the festivals is Tishrei, the seventh month of the Hebrew calendar, and we have seven-year cycles culminating in Shemitah, the sabbatical year. As we learned, seven in Judaism always represents completeness of the natural world, the finite world. So eight, of course, is that one step beyond nature, Something more than human, more than finitude, something holy. Shabbat, the seventh day of our week, is a taste of the infinite, but it's still bound in time and space. It's a gift from Hashem that we even get this taste, as it's stated in Talmud Shabbat. The Holy One, blessed be He, said to Moshe, I have a precious gift in my treasure house, and it's called the Shabbat. The eighth day represents a taste beyond this world, but we can dig even deeper into the Kliyakar's question and answer. His real question is, if eight represents unity with God on a supernatural level, how can the eighth day have any connection to the seven days prior, which take place purely in the natural world? The phrase the eighth day implies a continuation of the previous seven days, so how do we bridge that gap between the natural and supernatural? How can we move from seven to eight? The answer that the Lubavitcher Rebbe gives is simple and profound. Supernatural revelation depends on human efforts. Hashem designed his world that way. The Messianic age will be brought only by humans revealing and serving Hashem in this world. It is those acts that we take in our seven days of natural time and space that will bring about the divine response of the eighth day, the infinite, Mashiach. The highest level of holiness is only made possible by our physical acts of spirituality. So it's called the eighth day, not because it naturally follows seven, but because if we use these seven days to draw close to Hashem, the eighth day becomes the day of the Shekhinah, the divine grace. The lesson is for us to do all we can in this natural and finite world in order for Hashem to bless our efforts with His infinite blessings. We need to shift our focus from physicality to spirituality, so our alignment isn't led by our mind, but by the soul. 
the biggest takeaway from this Parsha for me is that when we elevate our soul above our body, aligning our physical selves to our spiritual selves, we can transform our natural space into a supernatural setting. For this week, I'll leave you with a few questions, and I look forward to hearing or reading your thoughts. What are your physical acts of spirituality? How do you tap into the supernatural? How do you draw down the space and power of eight into the space of seven that we all reside? Please email your thoughts when you get a chance to info at lightofinfinite.com. And of course, read this Tavar in full at lightofinfinite.com. Shabbat shalom.